Hello everyone and thank you for joining me on my very first podcast. We've had a pretty exciting weekend, uh, all about self-love. There was the free uh, episode on the interview on Reiki Rays, followed by the workshop. And I thought it would be a good idea to start off with something to talk about self-love, to continue the conversation. I was honestly quite surprised as I interacted with so many people to find how much, how little we know about self-love. I think it's safe to say that all the factors that shape our lives, you know, the obsession with so-called fitness, which has actually nothing to do with health, but the way we look a certain way, Uh, the obsession and the brainwashing from the media about what a healthy or beautiful body is, uh, which again has absolutely nothing to do with health. We will find that most actually healthy people actually do have a little bit of fat here and there. It's not, you know, the completely toned body is not necessarily uh, representative of good health and most of what we think Uh, as beautiful is actually anorexic. So it's an unfortunate state that a lot of us are in. And it was earlier only women who had body image issues, but, you know, women are not the only ones anymore. We are getting to a very equal world. So I think very soon we'll have the men joining us. Let's all body shame together sort of thing. No, that's the sad thing. Anyhow, so there's the body image issues and there's the habit of seeking self-assure, you know, seeking external validation, where again, uh, this is reinforced a lot by social media. We are developing a habit of seeking approval from other people without even realizing it. This combined with the age-old habit of learning to distract ourselves. What do we do when we find a family member or a loved one or a friend being upset? What do we do? Do we sit with them, hold their hand and say, I'm with you on this? Or do we help them distract themselves? Come, let's go out for a drink. Come, let's go watch a movie. Let's do something to stop you from feeling this way. So we are raised to believe that there's something wrong with feeling upset, that feeling sad is unattractive, it's not nice. And this causes us to dislike ourselves when we are sad as well. And that's, that's one of the biggest obstacles. If you can't love yourself through your sadness, how are you going to get through it? And this leads us, you know, to pretending that we're fine. And if we're pretending that we're fine, we're not going to get the help we need. So it leads to a negative spiral like that. And as we proceed into all of these uh, fake relationships, it becomes more and more 
about bending backwards in order to get people to like us. The more we allow others to violate our own boundaries, the more unloved we're going to feel. You see how this plays out? We let others violate our boundaries because we're afraid that they will stop loving us if we don't. And the result, the net result of this is that they stop loving. I mean, we don't feel loved anymore when people are violating our boundaries. So is it even getting you anywhere, you know? It is actually just a matter of stopping for a moment and thinking a little about it. But the problem is we're so busy watching cat videos that we have actually no time left to contemplate about our lives and where we're heading. And that is self-love, isn't it? Paying yourself some attention. This is the note we ended on yesterday. I asked everyone what was the biggest proof, what is the biggest manifestation of self-love, and we got a lot of beautiful answers, but I would sum it up in two words, being present. If you love yourself, you give yourself all of you, and there is no greater manifestation of you than in this moment. So we could make self-love a big thing, make it a big story and say, am I doing this? Am I doing that? You know, make make self-love a project. Or we could just go on the easy path. Be present. Because every single thing that you need to tackle to get closer to self-love will present itself the more you focus on just being present. There's so many things that we do, you know, let people step over our boundaries, uh, refuse to show our true selves, which probably is a good idea in some situations, but not with the people that matter, you know. Now, having said all that, uh, especially the people that attended the workshop, we would have clarified, we've clarified a lot of things yesterday. And I highly recommend doing a little weekly exercise. Not too frequently, because then we just tend to become numb and take all of these things, you know, we sort of become tone deaf to the questions. So not too often. But there's a few questions I'd really like us all to reflect on. Say once a week, just mark a day and time and spend some time meditating on these questions. It's uh, okay to just answer them intellectually also, just a quick analysis of the week, but also allowing yourself to go deeper, you know, because the subconscious knows, especially if you're regular with your spiritual practice, doing Reiki and stuff, it helps a lot to connect very, very deeply with your inner guidance. So if you're up for it, just close your eyes for now. And take a few deep breaths to just settle down. And just a simple question. 
Have I been listening to my body? It is normal to find that we are not sometimes. But all we need to do is realize where we've gone wrong, make a mental note and decide to do better next time. So just look at the moments where you rejected the needs of your body or stuffed yourself when you shouldn't have or pushed yourself too far in exercise or not exercised enough or not gotten enough rest. Just look at the ways in which you may have violated your own body and ask yourself, how can I do better? The next thing I'd like you to ask yourself is, am I listening to my inner guidance? This is what I call being in alignment, doing what is right for the sake of doing what is right. Have I been listening to this voice? And if not, how can I do better? Have I been expressing my needs in a healthy way? Have I been suppressing them, refusing to talk about it? Or have I been expecting the other person to guess what I need? Or have I been shouting and abusing and bullying the other person into filling, fulfilling my needs? How can I do better? In what way can I just simply state what I feel when certain things happen? Have I been standing up for myself? Have I been saying no when people ask me to do things that isn't in my best interest? Have I been standing up for myself internally, rejecting the things that don't serve me, refusing to dwell on situations that have nothing to do with me? Now I'd like you to review the entire week and look at the choices you've made over the course of the week. Have I been choosing me 
or have I been giving in to people, to desires of my own, to belief systems, to laziness? How can I do better? How can I choose me more often? It's not about getting it right every single time. It's just about getting it right more number of times than you did last week. So how can I choose me more effectively? And the last one for today. Have I been resting properly? This is the most important. We have created this idea that working very hard is good and useful. You know, this whole obsession around being useful and rest feels like a waste of time to many of us. We'll have a chat about rest tomorrow. But am I getting all the rest that I need? Am I rested well enough? When I sleep, do I really rest? Or am I in a state of stress as well? How can I do better? That's all for today. I would recommend you to do this every once, once a week. So that you check in with yourself and realign, get back on track. And of course, do leave your comments, share how you feel. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a good day.